What do you think is like some of the biggest obstacles that our agencies are going to be facing in the next few years? I mean, you know, staffing A is always going to be an issue. And, you know, obviously, if you're able to, you can always offer better work environment, better pay, you know, to attract the people you want. You know, other challenges, you know, or yeah, getting in touch with people as, you know, the, as we've all seen with stir shaking and all that stuff, you know, that, that makes challenges. Insurance dudes are on a mission to escape being handcuffed by our agencies. How? By uncovering the secrets to creating a predictable, consistent, and profitable agency sales machine. I am Craig Pretzinger. I am Jason Feldman. We are agents. We are insurance dudes. Right now, while it's fresh in your mind, check out live.teledudes.com. We took our notes from over 100 interviews with top agents from around the country and made it into a live webcast. Using these strategies led Craig and I to selling more than $10 million in premium in the last two years. On this call, you'll receive the exact blueprint to get the same results. Just go to live.teledudes.com. Dot com to register for this upcoming Tuesday's live call with us. If you jump on this call with us, we're certain 2022 will be an absolutely fantastic year for you. See you there. What would you say out of all of that is like your number one most effective trading tip that any agent could just take and run with? Uh, consistency, hands down. If you don't do anything consistently, it's not going to work. Yep. And, and that's the that's the number one thing. If, if you just do it, like Nike would say, you know, but uh, they were right on the point of that one uh, is if you as long as you do something, you're better off than doing nothing. Right. 100 yep. percent. So how about how about motivation? What kind of things do you do to keep the team motivated? Anything that you could share that's that's worked really well in your office? Yeah. So, I mean, definitely we're big on celebrating, uh, celebrate any win, you know, whether it's, Hey, I overcame this objection. That was awesome. Even if they didn't close that deal, we love to, you know, hear that we might share that, you know, if it's recorded, we might share that in in one of our next meetings so everybody can hear and and, and work off of, you know, I feel like I might pay, you know, offer a little bit better of a comp plan than most. Uh, right now, but that's probably just because I'm just trying to attract everyone as possible. But, uh, you know, I love the work-life balance aspect. I love to see my people, you know, hey, go take a trip, go do something fun. I love to travel. My wife, my kids, we all, we love traveling. We travel a lot. And, uh, you know, so that's really fun. So I really encourage the team, hey, hit this benchmark or something like that. Let's let's send you somewhere for the weekend, you know, have, have a good time. And uh, so, you know, travel incentives and just overall, you know, compensation too. you know, the more they produce, the more they make. Love it. Love it. What are you doing for marketing these days? So marketing these days, you know, I'm really focused on, you know, the lead game. That's really, you know, I used to do a lot of direct mail postcards. Man, I grew really fast back when I first started with postcards. But, you know, the thing with that, with that was, you know, hey, you're throwing money up against the wall. You can't really track it that well. And uh, you don't know all the time, you know, who's calling in from it. No matter how, you know, you try and do a separate phone number, they may have your postcard, but then they look you up online and they call that number. So it's kind of a challenge. So the lead game for us has just been what we're doing primarily because it just also just gives us endless opportunity to get in front of people. 
And so far, you know, you do a lot of work for maybe not a lot of sales, but it's a machine that you can truly track the metrics down to mm. the T, which I love a lot just from a business standpoint, because trackability is huge. It is, Absolutely. it is awesome to know like numbers for everything. The more numbers you know, the more you know how to like, it's like saves you a, an incredible amount of time. It's like, you know exactly what levers to pull at any given time, just based on set of numbers. As a paid lead source, what's your go-to? Uh, well, I got turned on to, you know, a broker, ILB. I would say going through one broker like that has been really nice. You know, I've done direct with all the big name guys and stuff like that. And I still do because our carrier, you know, co-ops us, you know, on, on certain lead vendors. So we'll do some with them, but, you know, only enough to max out what, what we get co-op for. Mm. Uh, but the bulk of ours has co- been coming through ILB and I like it. You know, you, you can do massive amounts and, you know, you get a low cost per, you know, lead there. And it's it, it makes it a lot, you know, more flat across the board on cost. And it's the same quality. Absolutely same quality yeah it's funny yeah yeah it's all this it's (laughs) funny because because the agents always ask and i talk about this all the time and and think it's kind of funny because it's a question i used to ask is hey who are you using how's you know company xyz or how's this and it's that's not the question to ask the question is you know what, what contact rate are you seeing that is good or what should I be looking for? Not, you know, the company. Cause it's all data, right? It's all just forms people filled out with their information. Yeah. It's funny. And it does, and it fluctuates. Like no yeah. matter who you're with one week, something's good. Another week, somebody else is good. Like it's like, it's kind of a, it definitely fluctuates. Yeah. <laughs> as like, soon yeah. as you What's think the weather like a Texas amazing. Awesome. So uh, moving on to referrals. Are you, what are you doing for referrals? Are you tracking that? Are you having your team reach out? And trying to get those? So we kind of have right now a loose tracking, you know, system on, on referrals. Uh, we, we do do have some, but, you know, they definitely focus a lot. After every call, we actually encourage massively. We just started doing like, hey, Google review. Whether we close them or not, the agent, the producers are literally just trying to say, hey, you know, I know I could or could not have helped you out today. But at least did I, you know, make you a little bit smarter about, you know, (laughs) what you need and, you know, and things like that and coverage. And because we've made that switch, you know, it's adding people that are actually writing reviews on Google and they may not even be an actual paying customer. But uh, that's been something we've been trying to do. And then, you know, referrals, building like referral partnerships is always a wonderful thing to do. Uh, But, you know, from lenders and realtors and stuff like that. One of the issues there is they have pretty high turnover and they're, you know, just like insurance agents. So therefore building those relationships, sometimes we struggle with just because those people move and bounce around. But uh, customer referrals, that's, you know, a whole nother animal. Uh, You know, our inbound team, once a new agent sells something, that's where our inbound, you know, and our service team really kind of focuses on getting those referrals during the onboarding process. And uh that's ways that they can make, you know, extra activity happen for the agency. So you just said two of the words that encompass the next question, which is the onboarding process. Like, what do you do when you're onboarding new clients? And, and how has that changed the game for you in your agency? Yeah, so, you know, we used to always do absolutely nothing. And <laughs> right, consistently. You know, yeah, consistently, we used to. Do <laughs> and then, so, you know, yeah. it was working. 
staging right now, you know, we've kind of been doing it round robin to the service team of like, hey, here, you do the onboarding for this one, this sale that they just made. You know, I've realized that that's that's just, you know, not a smart method. And I'm in the process of converting to where literally there's one person in the office and their job is onboarding. And, you know, obviously they have other duties, but one service person to really onboard, really like take, you know, that extra step, you know, make sure all the documents are signed, make sure, you know, all the discounts are applied properly, really make sure the person, you know, is super ecstatic and happy to be a new customer of ours, help them with cancellations. Uh, you know, their, their prior insurance, all that stuff. And, uh, you know, so it's starting to got, get a little bit better for us where one person has that set system process and they're improving their ability on generating a live conversation or, you know, getting another referral or a Google review if we hadn't already gotten one. And uh, so that's that's been kind of, you know, the process that we're starting to do that I can really see like a huge boost, you know, in customer satisfaction there. I love that. And how are you, I mean, this kind of goes along the same lines and it's probably this very similar answer, but just in general, a lot of agents want to know, I know out here in California, the, like the loss ratio is a big issue. So like, how do you approach like retention and just everything with your agency like how are you just containing it you're you're bringing in a ton of clients now how do you just overall look at that yeah and so with that you know there's only so much you can do to retain business yeah. uh, and so when you put a lot of effort into retaining someone it's like come on if our carriers really wanted this customer their algorithm would rate them accordingly and so is that's my belief. We can only do so much as an agency to retain someone. Fortunately for us and our carrier just bought another carrier. So we now have like two preferred markets, for <laughs> auto home umbrella. So that's been a huge lifesaver this year. Uh, and so, you know, will that continue? I don't know. But now, you know, we might be able to round robin them kind of with, with that aspect. And, and that might help out. But uh, in the end, you know, leave on a really good note. I mean, help them get canceled. Like, try not, you know, but hey, you know, if they're getting the same exact coverage, decent service at half the price, who are we to say, okay, don't, you can't do that. That's terrible. Why not let them go, keep in touch, and just write them, bring them back two, three years from now. Create the farm. uh, and, And that's really the approach as long as we're remarketing those winbacks then losing them for a couple of years isn't the end of the world. So this is very interesting. I guarantee you there's a lot of agents out there listening like, what the heck? Like we spend so much time. I know so many agents that spend so much time on retention that it spills over into sales. Sales becomes 10% of you know the agency's uh, efforts and uh, 90% is retention and, and everything else. Right. Um, There's a conversation I had with someone. I've never said this on here because it's definitely going to be controversial. But uh, we, when I first came into the agency, somebody said uh, we were talking about sales, and I said, "What's the swing on retention? Like, you have four service agents, right? What if you just flipped them all to sales, did no service? Like, what do you think the retention difference would be?" So we were talking about it. It might be a 10% difference. And I said, well, if you did flip your four people into sales, 
how much faster would you grow? And wouldn't that net a better result? And the thing is with that, it's not a realistic scenario. It's not something you should do. You should be empathetic to your clients. There's no, this is not a, this was just an exercise in thought. It wasn't like a, hey, you know, don't ever help anybody again. But the reason why I said that was because, you know, a lot of agents, especially the more negative ones, are just so focused on just, I got to keep it. I can't lose two autos this month. And it's like, dude, don't lose the two. Who cares? Get four autos. Go get four autos. Lose the two autos. Like, and that's kind of along the lines that you're saying. But what I love that you said even more is like, take that effort of the retention and flip it into the win backs like that same amount of effort that you're doing to try to keep them might be better served in creating a really awesome win back follow-up campaign to just say man if nothing's going right for you we still want you you know i love that when you can automate that right instead of just being reactive all day and trying to save it. And then the emotional component of it too, right? Where you're bummed out because they're leaving and you're trying to save it because it's do or die. Why not leave them on a happy note where you weren't, it wasn't all gross, where you're like, please stay. And then they never come back because they're like, that right. was terrible, right? Automate it. And you just saved yourself a bunch of time. 100%. Super cool. And if you really want to get get crazy with it, get their Facebook, the email they have associated with their Facebook, and then you could actually just retarget them on Facebook. How about that? <laughs> Throw the pixel on them. How do you find that just, email, though? I just with went over my own agents head. that have yeah. seven different email addresses. No, I what's think your Facebook login <laughs> and password? <laughs> I do have 32 emails. Uh, too many things. So, well... One of my favorites is, is besides this podcast, what kind of things do you do to keep yourself motivated? <laughs> my wife motivates me on a daily basis. Wow. You know, I, I was nice say, of her. Yeah, no, she does. And not in a bad way, not like cracking the whip, you know, she literally leads me just, you know, really inspires me. She's really into fitness, health, fitness, you know, and I would be the exact opposite. I'm generally lazy. You know, so uh, it really helps me out and it helps me get a lot better just having her just a part of my life. And so she, every single day she motivates me. I mean, she's extremely athletic, very fit, you know, just amazing. And like, I'm always like, okay, yeah, I better go to the gym today. Can't have her, you know, being stronger, faster, you know, fitter than I am. So, you know, she's definitely the number one, uh, you know, motivation for me that that's the situation my house. Nothing else I need. (laughs) Stronger, fitter, (laughs) faster. Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome to hear, man. I love that. So going back to the agencies, what do you think is like some of the biggest obstacles that our agencies are going to be facing in the next few years? I mean, you know, staffing A is always going to be an issue. And, you know, obviously, if you're able to, you can always offer better work environment, better pay, you know, to attract the people you want. You know, other challenges, you know, or yeah, getting in touch with people as, you know, the, as we've all seen with stir shaking and all that stuff, you know, that that makes challenges. But, you know, anytime there's a challenge, there's always someone smart enough to figure a way to overcome it. So far, that hasn't been me. I'm just pirating <laughs> off everybody else. But, you know, I have no problem implementing other people's ideas. And occasionally I might have one of my own. But, uh, <laughs> you know, so really it's just staying consistent, you know, 
it's so easy to get complacent. And like I said, I'm from the military and we have an old saying that says complacency kills. And it really does. And so that's the number one, you know, killer of anything is complacency. And crack. And crack. Yeah. Very close number two. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know anybody Uh, who's died by a crack. Yeah, I guess it's I, I don't have any that in my circles either. <laughs> right. yeah. Well, they're good sayings. So, uh, how about your number one recommendation to anybody crazy enough to jump into this world and become an insurance agent? I mean, definitely pay attention. You know, think for yourself. Listen to everyone, but come to your own conclusions, and don't stay negative at all. Like you just can't. Like. Yeah, you just have to look at the bright side of everything because it's all an uphill battle. And goodness, y'all know as well as anybody, if this were super easy, everyone would do it. Caveman would do it. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, and, and it no, is no easy complacency, enough. no crack, no complacency, yeah. no crack. No compl- <laughs> no crack. <laughs> it is easy enough to where you don't have to sell that much in order to keep a job, right? Like, what other industry can you be in? That you can have a certain amount of like sales this year and a certain amount of sales last year and and still be able to continue, you know? Yeah. I mean, the the residual part of it is amazing. It is. It is. The math is there, right? Like it's all there. You can figure it out with math. And if you follow it, you put in the process, you're consistent. It works out. It is pretty amazing. So Shepard, you've gone the distance, my man. I just want to acknowledge you. You know, you've been on the elite calls for the last, uh, you know, gosh, a couple months and you're always in there with such an amazing attitude. Like there's no way anything's going to bring you. You're so positive with everything and you're such a good influence on us and everybody else. So just want to acknowledge you for being such an awesome insurance dude. And your numbers, I mean, are amazing. Yeah, the team's killing it. Yeah, That's super awesome. cool. Yeah, you and Carbonell are the current kings right now. Uh, the well, two I different carriers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you got a new couple new guys in there, so uh, yeah. yeah, you're gonna give That's them a run for the money. Scale, scale, <laughs> scale. scale, 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 yeah. scale. Awesome, Shepard. Well, we appreciate it, my man. Yeah, awesome. thank you. Been awesome. All right. Well, thank you guys. Have a good one. You too. Hey, what are you still doing here? Well. While you're still here, and while it's fresh in your mind, check out live.teledudes.com. Yeah, if you weren't listening before, we took notes from over 100 interviews with top agents from around the country and made it into a live webcast. Using these strategies did help Craig and I write over $10 million in premium in the last couple of years. And let me tell you, on this call, you'll receive the exact blueprint to get the very same results. Again, that's live.teledudes.com to register for this upcoming Tuesday's live call with us. And if you jump on with us, we are certain 2022 will be an absolutely fantastic year for you. See you there.